0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatwa was asked, Whilst in flight, what is the time for breaking the fast in Ramadan?
1: The committee responded, If someone boards an aircraft during the day in Ramadan and he is fasting and he wishes to continue his fast until sunset, then it is not permissible for him to break his fast until the sun has set according to where the aircraft is in the sky.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibreen was asked, I fasted a day but I had forgotten during the morning and had eaten. Then I continued with my fast. Is there any sin upon me?
1: The Shaykh responded, One who forgetfully eats or drinks while fasting should complete his fast, for certainly it was Allah who provided this food and drink for him, as has been mentioned in the Hadith. And Allah has forgiven the mistake and forgetfulness and does not take anyone to account until they have done an act intentionally.
0: The permanent committee for Islamic research and fatah was asked, in Ramadan last year my husband returned home from work and when he entered the house he asked me to bring him a glass of water to drink so I didn't remind him that he was fasting. I looked at him to confirm if he was fasting or not and it became clear that he had forgotten that he was fasting. So I proceeded to bring him the glass of water to drink When he had drunk the water He remembered that he was fasting And admonished me for not reminding him I then felt a fear of Allah About this action of mine Please advise me and may Allah reward you
1: The permanent committee responded You have committed a sin Bringing your husband who was fasting A glass of water to drink It was befitting for you to remind him About the fast when he asked you for water as for your husband's fast that day, then it remains valid, providing that he drank the water out of forgetfulness.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibrin was asked, If I see a man eating during the day in Ramadan, and I know he is eating out of forgetfulness, do I remind him or not? Some people say, don't remind him because Allah is the one who has provided this food and drink for him.
1: The Shaykh responded, it is obligatory upon you to remind him because this is from commanding the good and forbidding the evil. If you saw him eating, then it would be obligatory upon you to command him to refrain from that as this is from commanding the good. And you should forbid him from eating as this is from forbidding the evil. Also, stopping him from eating prevents other onlookers from thinking that he is being neglectful of the rulings of the Sharia and it removes suspicion generated through his forgetfulness."
0: Shaykh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, What is the ruling of the fast of a young child who has not yet reached puberty?
1: The Sheikh responded, As we have mentioned before, the fasting of a young child who has not yet reached the age of puberty, it is not obligatory upon him to fast. However, it is upon the one who is in charge of his affairs to command him to fast and thereby prepare him for fasting in the future When it does become obligatory upon him Furthermore The fast of such a young child Is regarded as a sunnah He is rewarded for fasting However there is no sin upon him Should he stop
0: Shaykh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked For which type of journey Is not having to fast permissible
1: The shaykh responded it is permissible to shorten the prayer and break the fast for a journey that is approximately 83 kilometers. Some scholars did not specify any particular distance for the journey, saying that whatever is commonly understood as traveling amongst the people constitutes a journey. The Messenger of Allah, ﷺ, used to shorten the prayer if he traveled three farasikh, which is equal to nine miles. However, it is not permissible to shorten the prayer. Or break the fast for any haram or prohibited travel because it is not appropriate for anyone traveling for the purpose of any evil acts to take advantage of the rukhsa or the license that has been given to travelers as regards shortening the prayer or breaking the fast. Wallahu a'ala.
0: The panel committee for Islamic research and fatwas asked. When I was both 14 and 15 years old, I used to masturbate during the day in the blessed month of Ramadan for a number of days. I don't know exactly how many. I was ignorant about this being haram in Ramadan and other than it. And I used to be ignorant as to this being known as masturbation. So I used to make ablution and pray without making the ritual purification, i.e. the ghusl. What is the ruling regarding my prayers and fasts? Is it obligatory for me to repeat the prayer and fast, knowing that I do not know how many days to do this? What is obligatory for me?
1: The permanent committee responded, Firstly, it is impermissible or haram to masturbate, i.e. using one's hand in such a manner as to satisfy one's desire, resulting in ejaculation of sperm, or for sisters, as in this case, any discharge. And doing so during the month of Ramadan is even more haram. Secondly, it is obligatory upon you to make up the days which you broke your fast due to masturbating because this action does nullify the fast. Also, try your best to calculate exactly how many days it was that you broke your fast. If you delay making up this fast until the arrival of the next Ramadan, then it is obligatory for you to make expiation by feeding a needy person half a side of barley or any other food That is the accepted norm in the land. Fourthly, it is obligatory to perform a ghusl or a full bath if you masturbated as you have stated and it is not sufficient to make ablution if any discharge came out. Fifthly, it is obligatory to make up the prayers which you prayed without performing ghusl because the minor purification does not suffice in place of the major purification.
0: Shaykh Ibn Bazus asked, Is it permissible for the traveler to have sexual intercourse with his wife during the day of
1: Ramadan? The Shaykh responded, In the name of Allah and all praises for Allah, if he were a traveler or suffering from an illness that is severe enough to permit him to break his fast, then there is no expiation required of him nor is there any problem for him. All he has to do is make up the day for which he had sexual intercourse with his wife. That is because the traveler and the one who is ill are both permitted to break the fast, engage in sexual intercourse, and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran, fasting for a fixed number of days. But if any of you is ill or on a journey, the same number of days should be made up from other days. And as for those of you who can fast with difficulty, They have a choice either to fast or feed a poor person for every day. But whoever does good of his own accord, it is better for him. And that you fast, it is better for you if only you knew. Surah al-Baqarah, verse number 184. The ruling for the woman in this regard is the same as the ruling for men. So if she were traveling or suffering from an illness which made it difficult for her to fast, there would be no expiation for her to carry out. Sheikh
0: Ibn Fawzan was asked, If one who is fasting has a wet dream during the day in Ramadan, does this nullify his fast or not? And should he perform the ritual purification,
1: i.e. the ghusl? The Sheikh responded, If one who is fasting has had a wet dream during the day in Ramadan, then his fast is valid, and it is not affected by the wet dream, because he has not done so intentionally. However, it is obligatory for him to perform the ghusl. Or to take a full bath In order to perform the prayer And to be prompt in performing The ritual pur- purification of ghusl is better However it is not obligatory Wallahu a'lam.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatwas asked In one of the days in Ramadan Whilst fasting I went to sleep and had a wet dream What is the ruling regarding this And do I have to make an expiation?
1: The Permanent Committee responded Anyone who has a wet dream while fasting or in a state of ihram for hajj or umrah has no sin upon him nor any expiation and this act will have no negative effect on his fast, hajj or umrah. However, he must take a ghusl or a full bath in order to remove the major impurity if he has ejaculated any sperm as a result.
0: The permanent committee for Islamic research and fatah was asked If a Muslim's desire is aroused during the day in Ramadan And he finds no recourse but to masturbate Does this nullify his fast And does he have to make up for this day And make any expiation for this act?
1: The permanent committee responded Masturbating in Ramadan or outside of Ramadan Is haram or prohibited As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran And those who guard their chastity or their private parts from illegal sexual acts, except with their wives and the women slaves and captives whom their right hands possess, for them they are not to be blamed. But whosoever seeks beyond that, then it is those who are trespassers. Surah Al-Ma'arij, verses 29 through 31. Therefore anyone who masturbates while fasting must make repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he also must make up the fast for that particular day. However, there is no expiation for him because the expiation is specific only to the one who commits sexual intercourse while fasting. And with Allah is all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad and his family and all of his companions.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fata'a was asked, In the month of Ramadan, some years ago, I had an appointment at the hospital. The doctor treating me asked me to produce some semen and told me this was imperative, that I have to do this, at which I felt inconvenienced and coerced, such that I gave him some semen for the sake of the test. This was during the day in Ramadan. I produced the semen by masturbating, knowing that I had no other opportunity to return to the hospital, and that particular day was the one that the hospital had given me for the appointment. Also, this was for an analysis for my wife and I. O noble Sheikh, I require you to give me a fatwa for this, and is there any expiation other than making up the nullified fast of that day, because I had sound knowledge of what I was
1: doing? The permanent committee responded, If the situation is as you have mentioned, then it is obligatory for you to make up the fast for that day you masturbated, and there is no expiation upon you.
0: Sheikh Ibn Al-Uthaymin was asked, a man suffering from an uncontrollable flow of urine wanted to dry his penis, and as a result excreted semen, and this was during the day in Ramadan.
1: The Sheikh responded, if he ejaculated because of an intentional action, meaning that he tried to wipe the urine from his penis, and then he became aroused and ejaculated, then his fast is nullified. This is because intentionally ejaculating as a result of your own actions while fasting breaks the fast. However, if this was done unintentionally, then the fast is valid and the fast does not have to be made up.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and for asked, My complaint is that I excrete semen during the days of Ramadan without having a wet dream or masturbating. So does this affect my fast? Please advise me and may Allah reward you.
1: The permanent committee responded, If the situation is as you have mentioned, then the excreting of semen from yourself without desire during the day in Ramadan does not affect your fast and you do not have to make up that fast.
0: Shaykh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, Is it permissible for one who is fasting to kiss his wife and play with her on the bed during the days of Ramadan?
1: The sheikh responded, Yes, it is permissible for one who is fasting to kiss his wife and play with her during the day in Ramadan. However, if he ejaculates, then his fast is nullified. Furthermore, if this occurs during the day in Ramadan, it is obligatory for him to continue to abstain from all of the things that nullify the fast after the mistake and for the rest of the day. And it is obligatory for him to make up the fast for that day. However, if he was kissing and playing with his wife outside of the month of Ramadan and he ejaculated, then his fast is nullified, but it is not obligatory for him to continue to refrain from all of the things that nullify the fast. However, if he was making up an obligatory fast outside of the month of Ramadan, then he must make up the fast for that day. But if the fast was nafila or supererogatory, then he doesn't have to make up the day.
0: Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ibrahim, al Sheikh was asked, A man came to his wife during the day of Ramadan without having skin contact with her. He then ejaculated semen. We wish to know what the ruling is for him.
1: The Sheikh responded, We inform you that your fast that day is nullified and it is obligatory that you make it up. However, there is no expiation for you to make as expiation is only required of the one who had sexual intercourse during Ramadan. The Permanent
0: Committee for Islamic Research in Fatah was asked, After Asr one day during Ramadan, whilst fasting, I entered the bathroom. After urinating, I often squeeze out any remaining urine from my penis. After I had done this, I noticed some thick, sticky liquid excreting without having intended so. I completed my fast by breaking it after Maghrib. Does the excretion of this liquid affect my fast? and does it require me to make the ritual purification, i.e. ghusl? And if it is obligatory upon me to make up that day, and I have not fasted for that day except after the passing of the second Ramadan, what is the ruling?
1: The permanent committee responded, The excretion of thick, sticky fluid after urinating without desire is not sperm. Rather, it is the secretion of the prostate and does not nullify the fast, and it is not obligatory to make a ghusl, or full bath. However, it is obligatory upon you to wash your penis and then make ablution. And as long as you did not break your fast, nor did you intend to break your fast before Maghrib, then your fast is valid and there is nothing else upon you.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and for Towers asked, What is the ruling of the one who bleeds whilst fasting?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, if the person unintentionally bled while fasting, then his fast is valid. The Permanent
0: Committee for Islamic Research and Fatah was asked, The questioner says he was fasting in Ramadan, and when he touched his nose, some drops of blood flowed out without intention. Does this affect his fast? Is his fast that day valid, or does he have to repeat it?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, If the situation is as you state, then your fast is valid and there is no need for you to repeat it. Once again, this does not affect your fast, inshallah.
0: Sheikh Ibn Baz was asked, What is the ruling regarding someone who has half a measure of blood drawn out of his right arm for medical analysis purposes whilst fasting during the day in Ramadan?
1: The Sheikh responded, The fast is not nullified because of this medical analysis. That is because this medical analysis was a necessity and it is not from the things which is known from the pure Sharia to break the fast.
0: Sheikh Ibn Fawzan was asked, Does donating blood during the day in Ramadan break the fast?
1: The Sheikh responded, Yes. If he donates blood and a lot of blood is drawn out, then his fast is broken as it is regarded as being similar to hijama or cupping.
0: The permanent committee for Islamic research and fatwas asked, Is the fast of the kappa, i.e. the one who performs hijama, and the cupped, i.e. the one who undergoes the hijama, broken during the day in Ramadan? What is the ruling? Do they continue with their fast broken, or make up for that which has passed,
1: or what? The permanent committee responded, The fast of the one who performs the cupping As well as the one who undergoes the cupping is broken However, they must refrain from all of the things that nullify the fast After this mistake for the rest of the day And they must make up the fast of that day The Prophet ﷺ said The cupper and the cupped have broken their fast
0: Shaykh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked What is the ruling concerning one who causes blood to flow, such as having his molar tooth pulled out?
1: The sheikh responded, There is no harm, because he did not have his tooth pulled out in order to cause blood flow. Rather, he simply had his tooth pulled because of pain. Furthermore, it is normal that blood will flow after having a tooth removed. However, it is very little blood, so it is therefore not similar to cupping.
0: Sheikh Ibn Baz was asked, If one felt pain in his teeth and went to the dentist who either cleaned them or removed one of his teeth, does any of this have any effect on his fast? If the dentist gave him an anesthetic injection, does this affect the fast?
1: The Sheikh responded, None of the things mentioned in this question has any effect on the validity of the fast. And this type of injection is not considered as taking into the body a form of nutrition. Therefore, his fast is correct and free from any defect.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatah asked, Does the blood that comes out from between the teeth accidentally break the fast? What if it is from other than himself, i.e. that someone had hit him accidentally?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, Blood which comes out from the teeth accidentally does not break the fast whether it is spontaneous or as a result of having been hit.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatals asked, During one of the days in Ramadan, about 15 minutes before Maghrib, I wiped my teeth with a tissue and some blood began flowing, but I had not intended this. I have had this illness for some time, and even when I brush my teeth with a miswak, i.e. a tooth stick, blood begins to flow as a result. Is my fast correct?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, Yes, your fast is sound. The blood that flows from your gums when you wipe them and when you brush them does not affect your fast.
0: Sheikh Ibn Bazuz asked, What is the ruling regarding someone who vomits whilst fasting? Does he have to make up his fast or not?
1: The Sheikh responded, The legal ruling concerning this is that he does not have to make up the fast. As for the one who intentionally vomits, then he must make up his fast. As the Prophet ﷺ said in an authentic hadith narrated upon the authority of Abu Hurairah, one who vomits, then he does not have to make up the fast. However, he who intentionally vomits, then he has to make it up.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibreen was asked, Whilst fasting, I took an injection in my vein during the day in Ramadan. Is my fast for this day valid, or is it obligatory upon me to make up this day?
1: The sheikh responded, If this injection was nutritional in any form, then it nullifies the fast whether the injection was received directly into the vein or not. However, if the injection was an anesthetic or an analgesic for pain or anything similar to that, then this does not break the fast.
0: Sheikh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, what is the ruling concerning someone who fasts and uses a miswak, i.e. a stick, after zawal, i.e. when the sun is at its highest point and there is no shadow?
1: The Sheikh responded, The use of the miswak either before or after zawal is a sunnah, just as it is a sunnah to use the miswak at other than these times. That is because the hadith regarding the use of the miswak is general and does not exclude the one who is fasting, nor does the hadith specify any time period for fasting people where it is permissible for them to use the miswak or principle for them to use the miswak before as or after as a while. The Prophet ﷺ said, The miswak is a purifier for the mouth and much liked by the Lord. He ﷺ also said, If it were not that I feared inconvenience for my ummah, I would have ordered them to use the miswak before each prayer. And so these two Ahadith are general and include both the fasting person and the non-fasting person before Zawal and after Zawal.
0: Sheikh Ibn Fawzan was asked, Is it permissible for someone to brush his teeth with toothpaste whilst fasting during the day?
1: The Sheikh responded, It is permissible for one who is fasting to use toothpaste as long as he is very careful that none of the toothpaste goes down his throat. It is preferable that he clean his mouth with a miswak or with something that doesn't reach the throat or cannot be swallowed. Likewise, the fasting person should not exaggerate while cleaning his mouth with water during wudu.
0: Sheikh Ibn Bazaz asked, Is it permissible to use perfumes such as oil-based oud and colognes and incense during the day in Ramadan?
1: The Sheikh responded, Yes, it is permissible to use them with the condition that the fasting person does not inhale the smoke from the incense.
0: Sheikh Ibn Fawzan was asked, I applied perfume on myself before the duhr, i.e. the noon prayer, in Ramadan, and when I entered the masjid, the imam rebuked me and said that my fast has been nullified, and so has the fast of all those who smelt the scent, because it is very strong. How far is this statement correct?
1: The sheikh responded, There is no problem in applying perfume while fasting, and this does not affect the fast. However, intentionally smelling smoke from incense does affect the fast because the smoke from the incense enters the nose and affects the brain, and thereby affects the fast. As for perfumes, then there is no problem for the fasting person to use them, and it is not permissible for this imam to to give a fatwa or a legal ruling without sound knowledge.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatwas was asked, Does using liquid-based perfume break the fast if one applies it on the hands, face, body, and clothes?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, Using perfume in the manner described in this question does not break the fast.
0: Sheikh Ibn Fawzan was asked, Concerning the use of spray breath fresheners, is it permissible to use them during the day in Ramadan to remove the smell from the mouth?
1: The Sheikh responded, it is enough to use the miswak which the Prophet ﷺ has recommended for the mouth while fasting rather than using a spray breath freshener for the mouth. However, there is no problem in using these spray breath fresheners as long as nothing reaches the throat. However, It is better that we not dislike the odor of the mouth resulting from the fast, since this odor is indicative of obedience to Allah, and it is beloved to Allah. It is mentioned in a a hadith: the odor emanating from the mouth of the fasting person is more pleasant to Allah than the smell of musk.
0: Sheikh Ibn Al-Uthaymin was asked, "What is the ruling regarding using eye drops and ointment for the eyes?"
1: The sheikh responded, It is no harm for the fasting person to apply kohl to the eyes, and likewise there is no problem for the fasting person to use eye drops or ear drops, even if he were to find that the taste of them reached his throat. This does not break the fast, because it is neither food nor drink, nor does it constitute food or drink. And the evidence prohibits eating and drinking. Therefore, anything that is not nutritional cannot be considered to break the fast. This is the opinion of al Islam ibn Taymiyyah.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatah asked, Is it permissible to use eye drops during the day
1: in Ramadan? The Permanent Committee responded, Yes, it is permissible and it does not nullify the fast according to the correct opinion. And with Allah is success... And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet sallallahu wa sallam and upon all of his companions.
0: Sheikh Ibn Baz was asked, What is the ruling concerning the use of toothpaste, ear drops, nose drops, and eye drops for the one who is fasting?
1: The Shaykh responded, In the name of Allah and all praises for Allah. Cleaning the teeth with toothpaste does not break the fast, just as using the miswak does not break the fast. However, the fasting person should be careful that none of the toothpaste passes down his throat to his stomach. However, if this happens unintentionally, then he does not have to make up his fast. The same applies to eye and ear drops. That is, they do not break the fast according to the correct opinion. But should the fasting person find the taste of these drops in his throat, it is safer for him to make up his fast, although it is not obligatory. It is not obligatory to make up the fast for eye drops and ear drops Because the eyes and ears are not an inlet for food and drink As for nose drops, these are not permissible Because the nose is an inlet to the throat Because of this the Prophet Wasallam has said Exaggerate in taking water into the nose during ablution Except if you are fasting Therefore, because of this hadith the fasting person who exaggerated in taking water up the nose during ablution must make up the fast. And likewise the fasting person who does something similar to this like taking nose drops and then finds the taste of this in his throat, he must also make up the fast.
0: Sheikh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, Whilst fasting, what is the ruling of the one who kisses a young woman who is eligible for marriage to him during Ramadan? Is it obligatory for him to make up the fast?
1: The sheikh responded, This man who kissed this young woman who is eligible to marry him, without a doubt, has not practiced the wisdom behind fasting. This is because this man has committed an evil act, and the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, One who does not abandon evil talk and actions and ignorance, then Allah is not in need of him abandoning food and water. This act is disliked and he has committed an evil and ignorant act. In fact, his fast has lost the wisdom behind it and the reward for his fast is lessened without a doubt. However, according to the majority of the people of knowledge, this does not nullify the fast, which means we cannot order him to make up the fast. As for the one who asked the question, that he must advise the man who committed this act to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, This action is haram or impermissible and leads the heart to align with creation and forget the repentance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and with that he opens himself to great fitna.
0: Sheikh ibn Fawzan was asked, some people whilst driving in their cars begin to use bad language leading to the abuse of others when the traffic becomes congested. So what is the ruling concerning their fast for that day?
1: The Sheikh responded, As for the fast, then it is correct Since impermissible statements and actions Do not invalidate the fast However, without a doubt These actions reduce the reward of fasting Fasting is supposed to increase The taqwa of the fasting person As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said O you who believe Fasting is prescribed for you As it was prescribed for those before you That you may achieve taqwa Surah al-Baqarah Verse number 183 so Allah has explained the wisdom behind the obligation of fasting upon us, and that is to attain fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the one who does not abandon evil talk and actions, then Allah is not in need of him abandoning his food and drink. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam commanded the one who was fasting that should someone curse him or attempt to kill him, he should say, I am fasting so that the one who is swearing and abusing is deterred. And by this, the one who is swearing and abusing will know that the one who is fasting has not responded because of any weakness, but rather because of piety and fear of Allah, because he is fasting. And it is obligatory upon the fasting person, as well as the non-fasting person, that he be patient and persevering, not allowing these conflicting issues to affect him regardless of how he feels inside. It is confirmed from the Prophet ﷺ that a man said, O Messenger of Allah, advise me. He ﷺ replied, do not become angry. And he ﷺ repeated this a number of times. Don't become angry, don't become angry, don't become angry. So how many people feel remorse at what they have done in anger and wish that they hadn't said or done such and such a thing while they were angry? But that which has already come to pass cannot be taken back.
0: Shaykh Ibn al-Faymeen was asked, Does backbiting and slandering during the day in Ramadan break the fast?
1: The Sheikh responded, Backbiting and slandering does not break the fast. However, it reduces the effect of the fast. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O you who believe, fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you, that you may achieve taqwa. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 183. Also the Prophet ﷺ said, One who does not abandon evil talk and actions and ignorance, then Allah is not in need of him abandoning food and drink.
0: Sheikh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, What is the ruling of the fast of one who gives false witness?
1: The shaykh responded, Giving false witness or bearing witness to that which he does not know, or that which he knows to be untrue, is one of the most serious of the major sins. However, giving false witness does not invalidate the fast, but it does reduce its reward.
0: Sheikh Ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, Does impermissible a haram speech during the day in Ramadan nullify the fast?
1: The shaykh responded, If we read the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, O you who believe fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you that you may achieve taqwa Surah Baqarah verse number 183 We find that the wisdom behind the obligation to fast is attaining fear of Allah or taqwa and worshipping Allah Taqwa is to abandon all that is haram and incorporating all that is commanded and avoiding all that is warned against The Prophet sallallahu has said One who does not abandon evil talk and actions, then Allah is not in need of him abandoning his food and drink. Based upon this, it is confirmed for the one who is fasting that he should abandon all that is haram from speech and actions so as not to backbite, lie, slander, or trade in the haram. So keep away from the haram, and if a person were to keep away from the haram throughout the entire month of Ramadan, he would find himself upright for the rest of the year. Sadly, however, many people who fast do not differentiate between the time in which they fast and the time which they are not fasting. It has become a norm whereby they indulge in haram speech, lying, cheating, and so on, and they don't feel the peace and tranquility of the fast. These actions of bad speech, etc., do not nullify the fast, but they do reduce the reward. And possibly they can deflect the reward for the fast completely and Allah's assistance is sought.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fata'ah was asked, During Ramadan, if one was to take the pre-dawn meal, either Sahur, and pray the fajr prayer, then sleep until noon and then pray the dhuhr prayer, after which he would sleep until asr, then pray the asr prayer and again sleep until the time of breaking the fast at maghrib, would his fast be correct for that day?
1: The permanent committee responded, if the situation is as mentioned, then his fast is correct. However, continuing to sleep throughout the day is a waste and it is neglect on his part, especially since the month of Ramadan is a blessed month. It is more correct that the Muslim seek benefit from that which will aid him by reading the Quran, working for halal earnings and seeking knowledge. And with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad and upon his family and all of his companions.
0: Shaykh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, What is the ruling concerning swimming or floating in water whilst fasting?
1: The Shaykh responded, There is no problem in diving into water, floating or swimming because this is not from the things that nullify the fast. The basis for all actions are that they are permissible until authenticated evidences prove a prohibition or a disliking for that act. And there is no evidence indicating that swimming or floating in water while fasting is prohibited or disliked. However, some people of knowledge dislike this out of fear that some water may reach their throat without the person feeling it. (laughs) Sheikh ibn al uthaymin
0: was asked, is it permissible to apply henna to the hair whilst fasting? Because I have heard that the use of henna breaks the fast.
1: The Sheikh responded, "This is not correct. Applying henna while fasting does not break the fast and does not affect the fast in any way. Just as kohl, ear drops, and eye drops do not affect the fast."
0: Sheikh Ibn Baz was asked. A man who was fasting took a bath and due to the strong pressure of the water, he ended up swallowing some water without intending to. Does he now have to make up this fast?
1: The sheikh responded, He does not have to make up this fast because he did not intentionally swallow the water. So the legal ruling concerning this is similar to the legal ruling concerning the person who was forced to eat or drink and it is similar to the legal ruling concerning the person who ate or drank out of forgetfulness.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibreen was asked, Is it permissible for one who is cooking to taste the food whilst fasting?
1: The Sheikh replied, There is no harm with tasting food out of necessity, and this is done by placing it on the tip of the tongue to see how sweet or sour it is. However, none of the food should be swallowed Rather it should be spat out or taken out of the mouth and with that the fast is not nullified according to the preferred opinion and Allah knows best.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatah was asked An imam of a masjid told me that washing the hair during the day in Ramadan breaks the fast the reason being that water enters through the roots of the hair. What is your
1: answer to this? The Permanent Committee responded Washing the hair during the day in Ramadan does not break the fast, nor does water entering through the pores of the hair on the head break the fast. And the statement of this imam is wrong, since the Prophet Wasallam used to wash his hair while fasting. And with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad, and upon his family, and all of his companions.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fata'ah was asked, does cutting the hair and trimming the nails during the day in Ramadan break the fast?
1: The permanent committee responded, Cutting the hair and trimming the nails and plucking the hair from the armpits and trimming the pubic hairs do not break the fast. And with Allah lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad, upon his family and all of his companions.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jubreen was asked, if someone who is fasting does that which is not permissible for one who is fasting, does it ruin his fast, and does he have to refrain from all that which breaks the fast for the rest of the day?
1: The sheikh responded, Anyone who does an act that breaks the fast, then we say that his fast has been nullified for that day. However, it is upon him to refrain from all else that breaks the fast for the rest of the day out of respect for this blessed month, and then he must make up his fast.
0: Shaykh ibn al uthaymeen was asked, What is the ruling whilst fasting of making the ritual purification, i.e. the ghusl, from the major sexual impurity, i.e. the janaba, after the time of fajr has entered?
1: The Sheikh responded, We say its ruling is that it is permissible, and his fast for that day is sound. That is because there is no harm for the one to begin his fast in a state of janaba." such that even if after the time of Fajr has entered and he then takes a ghusl, there is no harm. The time of Fajr used to enter upon the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam while he was in a state of Janaba after having had sexual intercourse with one of his wives. Then he used to make the ghusl and fast and continue in his fast for the rest of the day. And that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did, there is no doubt about his permissibility because he, alayhi salatu wasalam, was the best of people. And all that he did would be followed by the Ummah, except if there is evidence to indicate that something is specific to him alone. And Allah knows best.
0: Sheikh Ibn Baz was asked, Concerning the one who had days to make up from the previous Ramadan and had not done so by the time the following Ramadan arrived, is he a sinner and does he have to make an expiation or not?
1: The Sheikh responded, Anyone who has days to make up from the previous Ramadan, then he has to make them up before the arrival of the next Ramadan. It is however permissible for him to delay his fast until Sha'ban, the 8th month just before Ramadan. However, if the following Ramadan arrives, and he has still not made up the missed days without a valid reason, then he has committed a sin. And now he has to make up those days along with feeding a poor person for every day he has to make up. As this is what the group of companions of the Prophet ﷺ ruled with. The amount of food required would be half a sa'ah for every day from that which is the norm in the country. And it is to be given to a number of people or even just one person. And as for the one who has a valid excuse for delaying and making up the fasts, Because of illness or travel Then he is only required to make up the missed days And he is not required to feed any poor people That is because of the generality of the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And whoever is ill or on a journey Then the same number of days which one did not fast must be made up from other days Surah al-Baqarah verse number 185 And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the provider of success
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibreen was asked, What is required for the one who delays making up the fast of one Ramadan until the arrival of the following Ramadan?
1: The Sheikh responded, If this was done for a valid reason, for example, he was sick in bed for 11 months and was unable to make up the obligatory fast that was required of him, then all he has to do is make up the days missed. However, if he was negligent and was able to fast but didn't, then he has to feed a number of poor people for every day that he didn't make up as expiation for his negligence.
0: Sheikh ibn al-Uthaymin was asked, What is the ruling regarding a Muslim who had not fasted during the month of Ramadan for many years, despite carrying out the other obligatory acts of worship upon him? Knowing he had nothing preventing him from fasting, does he have to make up that which he has missed if he makes repentance?
1: The Shaykh responded, the correct ruling concerning this is that he does not have to make up the fasts which he has missed If he makes repentance This is because all acts of worship are enjoined upon the believers at stated times So if someone intentionally delays any of them Such that the time passes without a valid reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept this act from him So based upon this There is no point in making up that which he missed However he should make repentance to Allah Azza wajal. And increase in doing good actions And whoever seeks Allah's forgiveness Then Allah will forgive him insha'Allah
0: Shaykh Ibn Baz was asked Ten years ago I reached puberty So in my first year of puberty I let Ramadan pass without fasting And this was without a valid Islamic reason And out of ignorance about its obligation at that time Do I now have to make up those days I missed? And do I have to do anything other than make up those days, such as offer an expiation?
1: The sheikh responded, You must make up the days that you missed for that particular month which you did not fast. In addition, you must repent and seek Allah's forgiveness. Also, you must feed a poor person for every day you missed half a sa' of the food of the land, such as dates or rice, etc., if you are able to. However, if you are poor and unable to feed a poor person for every day that you missed, then nothing is required of you except fasting the days that you missed.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatsaws asked, I awoke one morning half asleep and went to the kitchen and quickly ate some food. But when I began to eat, I looked at the clock and found the time to be 4.40 a.m. The time for the Fajr prayer here in Tabuk, northern Saudi Arabia, is 4.15 a.m. So at that time I stopped eating and began fasting. Knowing I had eaten three or four spoonfuls, do I now have to make up for this fast
1: or not? The Permanent Committee responded, If the situation is as mentioned, then it is obligatory upon you to make up the fast because you ate after the time of fajr had arrived. And with Allah's success, and may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad and upon his family and all of his companions.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatah was asked I woke one night in the blessed month of Ramadan And drank some water that was beside my bed And then returned back to sleep Later, when I awoke I found that the people were returning from the Fajr prayer And the morning was bright and clear So in this state I began asking myself When it was that I had drank the water Was it before, during or after the time of Fajr? I was half asleep But as for the actual act of drinking Then I am sure about that so do I now have to make up
1: this fast or not? The permanent committee responded, If the situation is as described, then the correct position is that you must assume that you drank at night before the time of Fajr, and your fast is therefore correct. If, however, it becomes evident to you that you drank the water after the time of Fajr entered, then you have to make up the fast for that day, and with the law lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad And upon his family and all of his companions
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatwas asked What is the ruling concerning a 60-year-old lady Who was ignorant of the rulings of menstruation for many years Throughout her menstrual years she did not make up the days missed in Ramadan Thinking they did not have to be made up This was according to what she had heard from the sayings of the people in general
1: the permanent committee responded she must seek repentance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that which has passed because she did not ask the people of knowledge additionally she must make up all the missed days and make expiation for each day missed by feeding a poor person half a sa'a of barley dates rice or any other food similar to this from the food of the people if she is able to do so however if she is unable to feed the poor then this is no longer required and it will suffice that she make up the days missed only. And with Allah lies all success and may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet ﷺ and upon his family and all of his companions.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatals asked, Some years ago, my wife did not fast for 14 days due to her menses. Afterwards, she was able to fast for 7 days and she had seven days left to make up. Now she is six months pregnant. I seek your advice. Is it sufficient to make an expiation for the remaining days she needs to make up?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, It is wajib or obligatory that your wife make up the days left from the Ramadan in which she did not fast due to her menses. If she delayed making up these days until the arrival of the next Ramadan, without a valid Islamic reason, then she has to make up those days and make expiation for each of the days left by feeding a poor person for each day half a sa of dates or barley or any other food that is similar to this from the food of the people. However, if the delay was due to pregnancy or an illness, then there is nothing more required of her except making up the days missed. And with Allah lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad upon his family and all of his companions.
0: Shaykh Ibn Fawzan was asked, A man was struck by a chronic illness, so the doctors advised him not to fast. He was cured of this illness after a period of four years. What should he do now that Allah has cured him? Should he make up for that which has passed?
1: The Sheikh responded, Anyone who does not fast because of an illness, then after the illness is passed and he is able, it is obligatory for him to make those days up which he was unable to fast. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Fasting for a fixed number of days, but if any of you is ill or on a journey, the same number should be made up from other days. Surah al-Baqarah, verse number 184. So the person who could not fast for four consecutive Ramadans because they were sick, then it is obligatory upon him to make up these days missed. However, it should be noted that the person does not have to fast all of the missed days consecutively. Rather, he should fast according to his ability, fasting some days and opening the fast on others until he relieves himself of responsibility. It is not obligatory that he make up all of the days at once since there is plenty of time for making up the fast. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, So keep your duty to Allah and fear Him as much as you can. Listen and obey and spend in charity. That is better for yourselves and whosoever is saved from his own covetousness, then they are the successful ones. Surah taqabun verse number 16.
0: Shaykh Ibn Jibbin was asked, I had sexual intercourse with my wife during the day in Ramadan I was not aware that it was the first day of Ramadan And nor did many other people until after the Asr prayer So do I now have to make an expiation?
1: The sheikh responded There is nothing required of you except to make up the fast that you missed And there is no expiation to make This is because you did not know that it was the first day of Ramadan So you did not violate the sanctity of the day of Ramadan intentionally
0: Sheikh ibn Jibrin was asked, If a man had sexual intercourse with his wife during the day in Ramadan and died before he could make an expiation, is he therefore relieved of making an expiation?
1: The Sheikh responded, If a man had sexual intercourse with his wife during the day in Ramadan, then it is obligatory upon him to make expiation. Furthermore, if he died before making expiation, then he is still not relieved from it. Rather, one of his close relatives should use some of the money that he left his inheritance to make up the expiation on his behalf.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibreen was asked, Concerning the one who had anal sexual intercourse with his wife during the day in Ramadan, does he have to make an expiation?
1: The Sheikh responded, It is obligatory to make expiation for sexual intercourse during the day in Ramadan, whether it occurred in the vagina or in the anus. However, please note that anal sex is haram or impermissible in Islam and this fatwa does not in any way imply its permissibility or acceptance.
0: Sheikh Ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, What is the ruling concerning one who has died while still having had days to make up from Ramadan?
1: The Sheikh responded, if someone died while still having days to make up from Ramadan, then the one who is in charge of his affairs from amongst his close relatives or inheritors should fast on his behalf. This is mentioned in an authentic hadith narrated upon the authority of Aisha ta'a radiallahu ta'ala anha, who said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa said, One who has died while having days to make up from Ramadan, then the one who is in charge of his affairs must fast on his behalf. Al-hadith. However, if the one who is in charge of his affairs does not fast on his behalf, then he must feed a poor person for every day to be made up.
0: Sheikh ibn al-Uthaymeen was asked, If a Muslim fasted some days in Ramadan then died, is it upon the one in charge of his affairs after his death to complete the rest of the days of Ramadan left on his behalf?
1: The Sheikh responded, No. There is nothing upon the fasting person who died during Ramadan without having any days to make up from the past. Nor is it necessary for the one in charge of his affairs to complete the rest of the days of Ramadan left on his behalf, nor is it necessary for him to feed the needy on his behalf. This is because when one dies, his actions come to a standstill. The Prophet ﷺ said, If someone dies, his actions come to a standstill except for three types of actions continuous charity or knowledge which he has benefited others with or a righteous son who prays for him Al-Hadith So based upon this if someone dies during the month of Ramadan without having any days to make up from the past then there is no need to complete the rest of the days of Ramadan left on his behalf nor is it necessary for him to feed the needy on behalf of the dead person even if he died in the middle of the day while fasting, do not fast that day on his behalf, nor feed the needy on his behalf.
0: Sheikh Aba Butain was asked, Is continuity in fasting all the required days consecutively obligatory in making up the fast of Ramadan?
1: The Shaykh responded, It is not obligatory to fast all of the days consecutively when making up the fast of Ramadan.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatal was asked, a man used the miswak, i.e. the tooth stick, whilst fasting and then assumed that this had broken his fast. So because of this, he began to eat and drink. So is it obligatory upon him to make up this fast and offer an expiation, or is it sufficient just to make up the fast?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, using the miswak or the tooth stick does not break the fast. However, one who ate or drank during the day in Ramadan because he mistakenly assumed that using the miswak had already broken his fast, then it is obligatory upon him to make up this fast, repent to Allah, and seek forgiveness from Allah for what has come to pass. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive him, and with Allah lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad and upon his family and all of his companions.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fatwas was asked, If a person had one fast from Ramadan to make up, is it permissible for him to fast on a Friday to make up for this day?
1: The Permanent Committee responded, It is permissible for a Muslim to fast on a Friday if he is making up a fast from Ramadan, even if he were to fast on Friday without fasting the day before it or the day after it.
0: Sheikh Ibn Jibrin was asked, Is fasting the six days of Shawwal a must, such that the reward of the fast of Ramadan is incomplete until one follows it up with these six days?
1: The Sheikh responded, Fasting the six days of Shawwal is a sunnah, or recommended, but it is not obligatory. It has been mentioned in an authentic hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said, One who fasts Ramadan and follows it up with six days of fasting of shawal, it is as if he has fasted the whole year. Because of this hadith, the majority of the scholars have recommended it, but none of them say that it is obligatory. Rather, all of them say that it is only a sunnah. Anyone who wishes good, then they fast the six days of shawal. And anyone who wishes to leave them, it is permissible for them to do so. And it is permissible to fast them one year and leave off fasting them in another year. And there is no diminishing of any reward of the fast of Ramadan by leaving off the six days of shawal. And it is up to him to fast them either at the beginning of shawal or in the middle of the month or at its end. Wallahu a'lam.
0: The Permanent Committee for Islamic Research and Fata'ah was asked, Is fasting the six days of Shawwal obligatory after the month of Ramadan, immediately after the day of Eid? Or is it permissible to do so after Eid by a number of days in the month of Shawwal
1: or not? The Permanent Committee responded, It is not necessary for him to fast immediately after Eid al-Fitr. Rather, it is permissible to begin fasting immediately after Eid by a day, or to wait for a number of days after the Eid. And it is also permissible to fast the six days of shawal continuously or intermittently, according to that which is easy for him. And the issue is quite open in this matter. And fasting the six days of shawal is not obligatory, rather it is only sunnah. And with Allah lies all success. And may Allah send prayers and salutations upon our Prophet Muhammad, upon his family and all of his companions.